Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we had two posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we highlighted a study where the authors reported that males report better perceived knee function than females. However, both sexes have similar self-reported activity levels fear of movement, fear of re-injury, and psychological readiness after an anterior cruciate ligament reconstruction and before return to sport. In the second post, we reported on a study where the authors noted that recreational half-marathon runners that reported any previous running-related injury were twice as likely to develop another lower extremity running-related injury within a year of running a half-marathon. That's regardless of age, body mass index, or weekly mileage. If we take a closer look at that second post, we find that the authors aim to determine the total number of new running-related injuries out of the study sample, injury locations, and risk factors associated with running-related injury development among recreational half-marathon runners over time. The authors followed 224 healthy male and female runners who competed in regional half-marathons for one year after race participation. The study team assessed the runners at baseline for their age, sex, body mass index, previous running-related injuries, at least six months before participation, years of running experience, and average weekly mileage. The runners then reported any pain during running every week. A study physician assessed any runner that reported pain to determine the occurrence of a running-related injury. The authors defined a running-related injury as one that was to the lower extremity or back that limited running or required an evaluation by a healthcare provider. Runners who stopped reporting to the study or restricted their running training were excluded from analyses. Overall, 75 runners developed a running-related injury over the year. Most injuries were classified as knee and Achilles tendon or calf injuries. The authors found that runners who reported previous running-related injuries were twice as likely to sustain a new running-related injury during the study than runners without an injury history. No other training or demographic factor related to new running-related injuries. Overall, this large-scale prospective study identified running-related injury history as a key risk factor for developing a new running-related injury. Past retrospective studies have also identified previous injury to be predictive of a new injury. However, this study is the first to show this relationship over time in a recreational running population. The most reported injury types were localized to the knee and calf, which aligns with previously reported retrospective studies. Now, interestingly, the authors did not identify training factors as risk factors for running-related injuries. However, this may be because the researchers assessed training behaviors at baseline alone, and all participants had just completed a half-marathon race, which may have narrowed the range of training behaviors. Similarly, 
body mass index was unrelated to heightened injury risk. But this may be because very few runners were overweight. These training and demographic findings may not necessarily transfer to other recreational running groups. It's also important to note that the authors opted to relate baseline measures to running-related injuries over time. With the advent of more advanced monitoring tools, such as wearable tracking devices, there's a potential to expand upon this study by evaluating running-related injury risk factors over time. So, for example, examining how training load over the prior month related to the onset of new running-related injuries. This study importantly laid the foundation for future studies and lent further insight into the link between past and future injury. Clinicians should evaluate and monitor runners with a prior injury more closely to determine if other predisposing factors led to their previous injury. Furthermore, clinicians should check if an athlete is fully rehabilitated before returning to activity. The authors also acknowledged the need for clinicians to consider other factors that may relate to running-related injuries, such as training intensity, running form, nutrition, or general well-being. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was an article where the authors concluded that an increase in access to proper injury prevention medical services and education should be provided to female dancers between the ages of 10 and 18 years. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.